Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- a Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc., You don't know what to expect, but now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies, and now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go-to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and (laughs) my, um, (laughs) which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, 
you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues. Today is Monday. That means this is a digging deeper. But this is a digging deeper unlike any we've done before because this digging deeper contains multiple clips that are essentially all about the recently concluded season 26 of The Bachelor. They've been sending Clayton and Susie around to all of the company podcasts to essentially reconfigure the narrative of this past season. You hated Clayton for a whole season, and we told you to do that, but don't do that anymore. Now you better support him. Now you better be on his side because he's found love with Susie, even though we tried to destroy them. It's this shit this week is. Yes. If love has been found, love conquers all. Love cancels out any villain or fool edit that might have befallen anyone or people on the show. We usually do a top 10 takeaways <laughs> after a season ends, and we're going to have that next Patreon episode. So two Mondays from now, we'll have our, our top 10 takeaways from the season. Uh, but we had to do a digging deeper this week because these clips are just, they're so... Insane's not even the right word. It's just these company podcast hosts are obviously saying whatever they're told to say by the powers that be, by the Warner Brothers producers who are like, this is now the narrative. And we've been covering in all of our Digging Deepers for this whole season clips of them literally shitting on Clayton. Yes. Always saying that he's a bad bachelor. He's not making the right decisions. He's doing this. He's doing this. And then what we have this week is like, <laughs> just nope, fuck all that. That never happened. Now you're going to promote him. It's unreal. And I can't wait to dig into these with you today. I mean, even some of them, we saw them give a different take on our very document saying that, oh, he didn't have any empathy when he was going through this. Yes. God. Hint, hint. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's get into this. So this week, we got for you some clips from Bachelor Happy Hour with The Ultimate Viking and Susie Evans from March 16th. We got some clips from Off the Vine with The Ultimate Viking from March 10th. We got some clips, of course, from Those Vile Files from March 9th, as well as from March 16th. So buckle <laughs> up. We about to get into some crazy ass shit right here. Don't worry, the not goat will be featured. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of grapes and they are all sour. So here we go. <laughs> if you know, if you've listened to one of these before, you know how it works. We're going to play a clip and then we're going to come out of that clip and discuss it. So here we're going to start with Bachelor Happy Hour, March 16th. This is Clayton and Susie, both guests. And in this first clip, we've got Serena Pitt here discussing her disbelief at how much hate the ultimate Viking is getting this season. And she starts promoting the idea that all of the shaming should just end now and we should all be team ultimate Viking and Susie. Here we go. This is the first clip. And you know what, Clayton, I did not mean to giggle, but it almost is humorous when you said, 
I've been getting criticism just for accepting the role as Bachelor, like, <laughs> right from the beginning. And it really is mind-boggling to the extent... I mean, look, you've made mistakes. Every lead has made mistakes. I do feel like you have gotten an extreme amount of criticism this season. And it is sad to see people take sides and teams and not just be, like... You know, everyone's entitled to their opinion about the show and, like, analyzing it. But, like, you guys are together. Like, you are a team together. Like, it's not Clayton or Susie. Like, it is Clayton and Susie now. And I'm excited for the world to be able to see that. And you guys to be able to openly share that and support one another. Because at the end of the day, like, all it comes down to is your happiness and what is the right decision for you. So I think people being able to see you guys together and, like, see the love you have will hopefully ease it up um Mm -hmm. because obviously like we've all been there we've all gotten hate and it's just never an easy thing to go through it's almost humorous how much people were hating you in the beginning i don't know why that happened could it be that it was because the first time we saw the ultimate viking as the crown in the document at the after the final rows of last season of bachelorette the producers literally made him read tweets that were derogatory toward himself. They started his whole fucking narrative saying that he was a pile of shit. And so now Serena Pitt is here like, it's just humorous. I wonder why that was. And people should just lighten up now. And it's about you and Susie now. It's you on their very podcast on Happy Hour. She and Kufrin have multiple times said how he's a bad bachelor and he's making the wrong choices and fuck him essentially. And now... Because the season has concluded, they are together as an official couple, the narrative must be upheld that they are good. We can no longer hate them, despite the fact that we've given you a season of nothing but red meat to hate. I also love this idea that, like, they're now wrapped in this 4TRR love bubble, that the love that they have will hopefully ease up the criticism and the hate. And I just, I can't help but think about if you don't find love, you're saying it's justified to hate someone, like continue to hate on him. Like if he had been alone at the end of this, yeah, how would they have been treating it? Of course, the hatred would have still flowed. This idea too, that it's, it's only ever the fault of, you know, the people, the audience for this hatred, that the show, the producers have no part in it whatsoever. It's like, come on now, we need to ease up on him. Yeah. And it's like, but you've, the show painted him as a literal villain until the very end of the after the final rose. They had him sitting on that stage, just getting fucking destroyed by Gabby, Rachel Reckia, DLP, the parents of both of these players. They threw to the audience to have the fucking literal parents say, you're a piece of shit. And him be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be a piece of shit. Now, here, after it's all over, we're supposed to listen to this podcast and be like, okay, everything you did to him to the season, I guess that's over now. I mean, when they had him come and read those mean tweets, we were expecting that we would get to know Clayton this season and why they had picked him when it seemed like there were maybe other candidates that would have been better. But they didn't 
give us any insight into his personality. They didn't let us go with him to a pizza place and just give his thoughts on a pizza. You know, I feel like that would have been like really likable. Wait, now, now you're shaming the producers for not having pizza reviews. It's like Clayton won't give them to us. And it was the producer's fault. You're doing some deep conspiracy shit now. <laughs> producers are anti Zaw. Well, I'm just trying to think of like what I would have wanted to see from that intro package other than him reading mean tweets about himself that are written by other people. So we're not actually like getting to know him any better. And I mean, his villain edit was so strong. You have Juan Pablo tweeting like, thanks bud for like (laughs) taking this off of me. Juan Pablo. Yeah. The number one villain of all time. Yeah. Of bachelors. I, I mean, this is just like, this is our first clip and this is really setting the tone. I feel like for pretty much the rest of this digging deeper It's all in this area of trying to recalibrate this narrative that the producers have basically set up throughout the entire season, as have all these podcasts, which are just extensions of the show, as we talk about kind of constantly in our Digging Deepers, that the podcasts, the company podcasts, really serve now as the secondary arm of the show to uphold whatever the narrative is. And so Mm -hmm. they begin the end of that narrative at the end of the After the Final Rose. Look, here they are on the couch. Are you boyfriend and girlfriend do you love him are we gonna see a ring like all of that in the last two or three minutes of that show now it extends out into this podcast universe where they are forced to go on this tour Susie and clayton are forced to do all of these podcasts it's part of their contract as being on the show and so they now get to uphold this narrative as well so now let's move into clip number two from this same episode of bachelor happy hour on march 16th in this clip we get becca kufrin confirming some things she knows about the process that are not so great. And she also gives us a little bit of wisdom about how to handle the (laughs) hatred. Here we go. People are like, oh, you were able to date 30 women. That's so fun. Like, I wish I could do that. And realistically, when people say that, I cringe because I'm like, no, like it's not as glamorous and fun as it seems. I mean, we saw with your group of women, especially at the beginning with all the drama going down, it's it's very difficult. It's very taxing emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, all the things. It's, it's a lot. Luckily, I will say this. Um, and you, you two are in such a good spot. I want you to be able to savor this moment and like soak in this, your sport for one another, because it will be tough outside of all this for a little bit. But the the silver lining is that Bachelor Nation has a very short attention span and there's always a new season coming. There's always a different contestant doing something to take the focus off. So it might be tough for a while, but eventually as people start to see you two now in the real world and, and showing off your relationship and your love and support for one another, people will rally behind you and begin to love you and support you in in such new different ways that'll be very special and i think i'm hoping that'll come for you so here kufrin essentially admits being the lead is torture and the (laughs) experience of being in the bachelor bachelorette is not fun and then she says this thing on the end that bachelor nation has a short attention span and what she really means there is there is a constant churn of new targets that the producers are putting forth for us to hate. There are new targets that the producers are putting forth for us to watch their lives being destroyed. And what she's implying here, she's talking about Gabby and Rachel Recchia. They are going to be the new targets because rest assured, or maybe there will be villains on that season as well, but I cannot imagine. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, there will be obviously, but I can't imagine that they're both going to play through 
this next season of Bachelorette so flawlessly that one of them doesn't make a misstep or in some way hurt the other one's feelings. And that person will then become the person we hate for the, the foreseeable future. And we will, she's right, forget completely about Clayton and Susie. I mean, the nation turns on everyone. But Gabby and Rachel will be hated, both of them, at some point for some reason. I feel like that's a no-brainer. Yes. You know, I think it's interesting here that she says she cringes when people say that the role of The Bachelor is a fun role. Because mm. I feel like that's kind of like a little bit shitting on the process, saying like, oh, well, The Bachelor isn't so glamorous. And I also think it's very interesting that she's saying, you know, all you have to do is show that you're for TRR in the real world a.k.a. social media, to get people to rally behind you. I have with my villain partner, Big Body Trash Can. You know, we just <laughs> post a bunch of cute pictures together. You just keep forcing them into your parasocial audience, and eventually they'll be like, oh, this is sweet. We support this. Well, it's like when you get away from the machine of the show, of the producers presenting you however they want to present you, and they did definitely make Ultimate Viking a villain. When that apparatus is gone, when there's not a fucking literal network TV show putting out an hour of content of you being a dick every week, you get to start to control yeah. your narrative through your own social media. And it's like, that can be whatever. Maybe you really are a nice person. Maybe you're not. Whatever the case is, you are presenting it. You're the one making those decisions now about how you are mm -hmm. perceived. And so the whole thing changes, of course. I mean, I will reveal, I stayed up until 4 a.m. last night I got really deep into Vanderpump Rules TikTok because I hadn't looked up those characters on TikTok and I was very curious what they were doing. And you basically realize <laughs> how talented reality show producers are because some of them, some of them are able to like curate their own content and create engaging storylines and stuff. But most of it was really boring. <laughs> really <laughs> really, really boring and bizarre and like, uh, this isn't, these aren't my, these aren't my people. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the messiness? They're self-curating. Well, we're already starting to see, at least from Clayton's TikTok, that has the now cursed image of Susie Evans straddling him and choking him, taken from her POV. We're already starting to see that uh, maybe their social media is going to be a little crazier even than the show was. I love that. There's a shot of her on the toilet in that too. I don't know if they were just like, oh, no one, it's too fast. No one will be able to capture this image. Like they must know that that was going to be slowed down and screenshotted, right? I don't think so. I think they were like, eh, we'll just sneak it in. It'll be like subliminal. It's like, I don't know if you know how social media works, but oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna take this and like make 50,000 memes of it of yeah. uh, me choking Clayton no they wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for their content oh me too based on that video and it reminded me of this little moment when Clayton and Gabby were on their date and there was the guy selling the beaver tail do you remember that mm, I do yeah and Clayton says to Gabby, a little offside, off comment. He's just like, oh, have you ever eaten beaver? And I was like, oh, yeah. They hid all of his, like, personality in the show. And I'm excited to see what comes out. They just made him into an oaf. 
who couldn't make any correct decisions. That's their whole narrative of him. And now, with all of this, they're like, nobody did make the right decision about going after Susie because, look, they're in love. Anyway, let's get to the final clip of this. Yes. This podcast. Again, this is Bachelor Happy Hour from March 16th. In this final clip, they're playing a short game at the end of the interview where they're kind of rapid firing these quick questions. And they ask, who is always right in the relationship, which leads to an interesting revelation from Serena Pitt about GSJ himself. Here we go. All right, last one. Who is always right? One, two, three. Susie. That was it. He thinks he's always right. You guys are going to end on that one and get us to do it. That's going to be the first thing we talk about once this camera's shut down. I'm going to give you some advice. The woman is always right. That's why I said she's always right. Yeah, or in my case, I let Joe think he's always right, but like, I know the truth. Loved this clip. Serena Pitt taking some of the power back from GSJ. All we ever see in GSJ's social media is him tasting his sauce and doing his little commercials and force feeding her sauce. Yeah, eat my sauce. It's pretty good. Like restaurant. It's like restaurant. It's like restaurant. It's like restaurant. It's like restaurant. (laughs) But we also see, <laughs> we also see <laughs> GSJ in like his tweets and stuff. <laughs> GSJ clearly wants to be The Bachelor. We, we've seen a bunch of his uh, most recent tweets and social media posts. Oh, yes. He feels like he's in control of these situations. And, you know, he's kind of like the big man, the alpha dog. And here we hear that, no, Serena Pitt is actually the one in control. She's just letting him think. That he's in control. I love this. I would love GSJ as The Bachelor. I think that would be fascinating. Oh, my God. What a season. I mean, we we fantasized about this. I think last time we did a Digging Deeper about the Champagne Bachelor because he was like, I'd just be sitting there drinking my champagne, yeah. telling those players what's what. It's just kind of like if you were to just take, you know, a really loud fan from a sport who's always like, I would have, I would have got that. I would have caught that touchdown. And then you just put him in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see how, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but somebody who's literally never played the game, who went to like one yeah. football oh, yeah. game, but never played. <laughs> went to one football game. You know, it always, when they're talking about who's right, is it the woman? Is it the man in a relationship? You know, it. the lesson here is it just, it just depends on who's the reader let you wind up being. <laughs> oh fuck! That one did. That one did damage to me. That impersonation. That one took a year off my life. Yeah, you just choked. I like that. It really did. I wish you choked at more things I said. Uh, it's an honor of Ultimate Viking. Okay, so <laughs> now we're gonna move on. Those were the first three clips from that Bachelor Happy Hour again, March 16th. Now we're moving on to Off the Vine with the Ultimate Viking from March 10th. And I don't really know how to say this better. This next clip is the most important clip, I think, of our Digging Deeper. I mean, we do have some very good Nick Vial ones later, and I'm sure I'll be going into my impersonations of him. But this clip has the Ultimate Viking very clearly explaining what happened with the order of the fantasy suites and how much control he had or did not have over that. This is real tea. This is definitely something that I feel is probably breaking his contract because he's talking about 
the producer ordering of these things, which you're not allowed to do. And it's it's absolutely fascinating. So I hope that you enjoy this next clip. Here we go. If you want to hear that clip talking about the order of the fantasy suites and how it actually went down and the rest of this entire episode, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash game of roses. Join us on the bottom of the pit. You'll get the rest of this episode. You'll get all of the other episodes we've done a little over 40 now digging deepers, top 10 lists at the end of seasons, talking about producers, all the babies, Spawn, Con, all kinds of stuff. We have a, a wide variety of different bonus episodes that we've done in there now. And we also do a live show, a video show, every Monday at 4.30 p.m. PST, 7.30 on the East Coast. We do it usually before the episodes air of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Obviously, we're in the off season now, but we're still going to be doing those live shows. So you can ask us questions. We interact with people in the pit and we have a good time. You also get access to our Discord where you get to talk to our growing community of everybody down in the bottom of the pit with us. So we hope you will join us to get the rest of this episode and all that other stuff. And once again, you just go to patreon.com slash game of roses, and hopefully we'll see you in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit, you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.